the second on vacation of Mary Winchester. Okay. Hello, and welcome back to Super Hell, aka the Mystery Spotcast, a show where two recovering Supernatural fans subject themselves to a rewatch. So, and stay with me here, folks. So no one else ever has to watch Supernatural again. Stay with me on this, guys. My name is Ollie. I use any pronouns. And you can find me on social media at Ollie Fresh. That's fresh with PH. And my name is Claudia. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. And you can find me on social media at Kaludia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. Now, first <sighs> and foremost, spoilers for the Winchesters. <laughs> Yeah, so so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Winchesters in the second half of this episode, but I would be remiss not to lead with the energy that this has created. <laughs> um I if you don't follow us on TikTok or any other social media platform where you've been living under a rock, um something happened on the Winchesters that made us go, "Shit, we don't have an episode this week. What am I going to do?" And like we were like waiting to watch the next episode. Like it was so dark, and like no, it made before... us like want to watch the show. It was like to watch Supernatural because it, it like was... it recontextualizes Supernatural. I, we'll we'll get to it, but like yeah, earlier we've said about the Winchester, we were like this is so hateful that we have to talk about this and that we'd like this, and that is the energy we're going into this with today. But however, we are still. We are almost to the end of season two, which is such a big ass season. Mm-hmm. And so we had to keep trucking. So we will be talking about one episode of Supernatural in season two today. Mm-hmm. Um, we Let's, you know, what? I think here's the thing. Just so you guys know. If you don't want to listen to like our coverage of the Winchesters, like if you're skipping through that, whatever, that's that's your choice. So fair. I get it. Because I know we talk about it in kind of a like non-linear way like we talk about supernatural so i understand if it's not quite your bag just after we finish this first episode stay for just a little bit because we're gonna talk about you're gonna hear us collectively lose our minds and yeah i'm gonna tell a story i'm promising now i'm i'm gonna tell a story about what happened and how we reacted so we'll talk about that in a bit but without further ado I feel like we have a lot of moments like that, like when we've talked about our November 5th stories, like Mm -hmm. this was, this was, it was up there. Um, It was was like November 5th light in the way that it wasn't like, it was nowhere near that level of mania, but it was was not far off. I mean, it was pretty far off, but it was, like, definitely in the same vein, the same emotion. Like, when we found out that Destio was canon in the Spanish dub and it was, like, re-emerging that emotion, it was like Mm -hmm. that. Exactly. Um, and it was like, oh, I haven't, I haven't smoked this particular strain in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanna, if you wanna know what you're, ta- what we're talking about, you're gonna have to stay until the second half of this episode. <laughs> I feel like we're like honey trapping people. <laughs> <laughs> um. So today we're gonna talk about a iconic episode of Supernatural in general, which is Folsom Prison Blues. If you were on Tumblr in its heyday in the Super Hulag era, you have seen a GIF. There are multiple from this episode. I didn't even remember the plot of this episode that much. Um, Mm -hmm. We will also be talking about, just a quick content warning, we'll be talking about, like, prison, because this does, this does occur. Actually, it occurs in a jail. It is pre-trial detention. It Mm -hmm. is not prison. But they kind of mix that up a little bit in this very inaccurate episode. So we're going to be talking about um, prison, the prison industrial complex, solitary confinement, shit like that. Um... It's kind of crazy. Um, and um, also, brief mentions of John Winchester. Very, 
I got it. It's a trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning, John Winchester. <laughs> um, so this episode is extremely iconic. Um, the Dean Winchester's um blue steel is from this episode. Um this is, we've covered a couple episodes like this, the kind of episodes where it's like, they're doing a special little plan and you only gets, it only gets revealed after, after a while. So let's, let's get into it. Um, and we are also in the end game of season, the season two. So this is like right before the shit is about to hit the fan. So we open on some maintenance workers in the like dingy hallway of like a prison cell block that's like under construction now this it looks like they used a set from like (laughs) from like a haunted asylum not like a current or current in 2007 prison um but basically they're like oh this block was closed for years and now it's being reopened and we're, we're doing renovations and then basically these these maintenance workers they go into one of these cells um and they're like something's off in here and they hear this like weird the noise it's like cold it's very dark there's all these things um and they get attacked um by something we don't know what bum 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 oh my god i was so scared i was screaming crying throwing up that's a joke i don't know why i just said that in like such a mean way um does it kill one of them or does it kill a guard it kills a guard in a it little kills bit a guard later well, it kills a guard. I don't remember if that was so. Oh wait, it doesn't kill one of them. They just see, see this and they see off, and then up, it yeah. shows, and then it shows later another cell block. I'm sorry, this episode is not is is iconic, but it's very not well written. No, that is something I will say. I was watching this episode. I was like, God, this episode fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but I was um, also like, Girl, this episode is so bad. It's not. I don't give a fuck about what happens. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think it's because Dean is. Jensen is kind of he's he's slaying and he's giving a performance in this episode and he's carrying in this episode so um I think this is where he started to learn oh shit I'm gonna have to hold this on my back and then he took that all the way to 2023 mm-hmm. am I right no. when just <laughs> he said he said god damn it if I have to no one else will do this if I don't fine I'll do it myself <laughs> he literally is he's like if Thanos was right <laughs> That is the feeling of watching the Winchester. Okay, we have to get back. <laughs> okay, so basically, they're looking in this in this fucked up cell. And I think one of them makes a comment being like, damn, I wouldn't want to be in here. And I was like, all right, commentary about solitary confinement. Damn. And we cut to um, another cell block. It's like later at night. And there's this man. He's And there's one of the incarcerated people. He's like, he's like reading a book on his bunk. And he suddenly, like, hears a noise and he hears, like, like electricity, like, fil- flickering as ghosts normally do on Supernatural, whatever. And he sees it and he, like, looks through the, like, hole in his door or whatever and he's like, there's something off. So he starts to try to, like, wave at the camera um, from the, like, bars of his door. And he's like, guard, guard, there's somebody here, whatever. The guard who's watching on the other side is like, oh, fine. He's like, fine, I'll go handle this. He goes there and he's like really brusque with him whatever and he's like just go to sleep and all the other all the other incarcerated i'm not saying i'm not saying inmates because fuck that all of the other people in the prison are like shut up like whatever so clearly this man has been doing this almost every night and yeah he's he's like like, he's like come on randall go back to bed he's like 
crazy Randall, whatever. And Randall's like, no, I saw something. Like, there's something here. And he's like, Randall, go back to bed. And he like, he's being an asshole. Um, he walks away and he like hears something behind him. And he's like, uh, and he's like, he's walking out of the cell block. He's like opening the door to the cell block and something unseen attacks him. Um, and he's like choking and then he dies. And you're like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, he's like screaming for real. Yeah, he's like losing he, his mind. It, he's very scared, clearly. Yeah. And it's not bloody or anything. He's just like, he's, it's like he's being like fucking strangled or something. We can't see. So we cut to three months later. Um, and we have Sam and Dean. They're breaking into a museum of what was it yeah mesoamerican i don't it it was a weird it it was like it was basically like if someone on the set like who was doing like set design googled museum and just yeah the first couple pictures from google images and put stuff in there yeah so they're breaking into a museum and um it looks like that they're looking for something and they're just kind of like walking around with flashlights picking shit up um, and immediately a bunch of gar- guards and police come, whatever, and are like, hands on your head, whatever. And they're like, oh, you got us, whatever. Another another important thing is like, as they're walking in, Sam goes, I hate this plan. Oh, and yeah. Dean, Dean is like, hee hee. Yeah, you said that already. And it also like, during this sequence, it shows a bunch of like motion sensors going off and like doing their little like, dee dee. Yeah. Like, sound. So yeah. Um, so we cut to the infamous uh, Blue Steel scene. They are being taken into custody um we have uh them taking their little mug shots you've definitely seen those gifts on tumblr um dean is he's hamming it up he is he is having the time of his life you're like girl there's something wrong with you um no he is like in his natural environment here yeah it's, he's, it's deeply troubling and uh, to be fair sam does point that out at one point <laughs> um <laughs> Dean is treating this like it's a it's a it's a, it is a major motion picture, and Sam is like, "Girl, we are in jail," <laughs> and that is a that is a line he actually says. He's like, "I don't know if you've noticed, Dean, but we're in jail." <laughs> no, it's literally Sam is like, "Look at my fucking brother, man! I, my ass is going to prison for real." <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, "I went to Stanford. What the fuck?" <laughs> um, no, for someone who went to who is gonna go to law school. Sam knows a, sh- a shockingly little amount of what you're supposed to do when you get arrested. He only really mentions that like one time, and I think the information is incorrect. So um, now they are, we cut to um, them being questioned. And the people who are questioning them are FBI agents. Because if you remember, we've mentioned a couple times, these men are wanted and they have escaped several times. So we are now back into like supernaturals, like trying to be a crime procedural era, which means that like people from another genre of show are now interacting with Sam and Dean. And it's very odd. It's a very odd mix. Um, so we have um, FBI agent he- Henriksen, who we've seen before in the bank heist episode. Oh my God, special agent Henriksen. Hey. He's, he's hilarious to me. Honestly, I feel like I stand him in a camp way. Oh, yeah. Like, in a way that, like, he, I'm not standing him because, like, I like him. Because, like, he's a cop. He's an FBI agent. Girl, like, whatever. Get it together. But I just think he's funny. <laughs> he's just like Will Graham for real. <laughs> Shut up. Do not compare this man to Will Graham. Uh, 
Do not do that. Do not bring up Will Graham right now. I can't do this. You're it's, done. It is 2013 Tumblr and this Chili's. We're having a, this is really, there's an issue going on on this podcast right now. Listen, the, the, the energy is weird. Listen, on Tumblr this week, you know, we had the stuff with the Winchesters and then we had Cecil Sweep. There's a Welcome to Night Vale resurgence. I've been seeing Voltron and Merlin on my For You page on TikTok mm-hmm. nonstop. Like, it's back. It's here. And yeah. Homestuck <laughs> was trending. Like, guys. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about Sans Undertale because he was up against, um, he was up against Cecil in the Tumblr Sexy Man poll. Like, there's a lot of things. To- if you don't know any of the words we are saying right now, I am so fucking sorry. You I'm are sorry. Not It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. <laughs> it will not be over soon. We're gonna get so much worse. Yeah, um, well, to be fair, you are listening to a Supernatural podcast, so that's kind of on you. <laughs> that's we're already, we're that. already, we're focusing so much of our energy on, like, watching Supernatural and bringing you that information. You can't expect us to brief you on everything. I'm so sorry. God bless. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have to watch Supernatural today. And my partner was like, okay, but you brought that on yourself. And I was like, don't fucking remind me. Yeah. And um, you know what? I'll say it. I'll say it now on the record. This podcast was Claudia's idea. No, it was, it was, no, Ollie it, made the joke. I Ollie made, said, Haha, what if we made a podcast? And I said, okay, but what if we did really? So it really was Ollie's idea. Okay. Well, this is unfair. This is enchantment. This is um. This I, this is conjecture. Because, There's no Sam's evidence. Defender in here. I need. To, <laughs> I need a lawyer. Podcast over. <laughs> um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. People really need to appreciate that the work that we're doing here. I stopped watching The Untamed to watch Supernatural and talk about it with you guys today. So. Anyways, yeah, I'm on the Yee City arc. If anybody you know what I'm talking about, that shit is, that shit is so, anyways, to watch a crappier episode of Supernatural, even though this is one of Jensen's best performances, to be fair. Um, no, this is, I will say, sorry, I know we keep, like, interjecting. Jensen is <laughs> acting his fucking pussy off. Like, he is yeah. doing, he is serving so hard, and the episode is just, like, not very good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, it's hard, because it's, like, I'm very much enjoying watching him. He's a very good, like, facial actor yeah so like you're watching him do a lot of stuff and then he opens his mouth and the line is so fucking stupid to be like that could describe the entire series (laughs) you know what you're actually so right we could just end this podcast because that's it right there (laughs) and i would say that even though i don't like jared it's the same for him as well (laughs) yeah sometimes i hate to say it sometimes men they can, can act. Be, can, can act. They can be good at things sometimes. Hate yeah. to break it to everyone. It's pretty awful. Um. So, anyways, so yeah, our slight little friend FBI agent Hendrickson is like, I followed you guys. You really have a rap sheet. He's like, I got you now, bitch. And he's like, Here's all the things you've done. He's like, Oh, like the small things, like credit card fraud and mail fraud and all these things. And like, Oh, what about the other things? What about murder? What about whatever? And Dean's just like. Tee! That's so true, King. Um, and I'm like, shut up. Your lawyer isn't here, you dumbass. No, Dean, um, is, Dean is literally going like, aw. <laughs> he's like, so that's true. So, that's so funny. That's hilarious. He, no, literally when he walks in, he's like, oh, great, you're here. Do you think I could get a cheeseburger? And Agent Henriksen starts like saying all of the crimes that Dean is on. He's like, okay, maybe we can hold it back on the cheeseburger. Then I get you. 
Like, like, Dean, you're so, you're so, I think this is when he started to become people's baby girl because (laughs) this is a very baby girl episode for him. Um, If you don't understand what makes a man a baby girl, I watched this episode. Um, It's just vibes. It's just vibes. Yeah. Um, so he's he's talking about all this shit, whatever. And then this woman walks in and she's like, hi, I'm his public defender. He will not be answering these questions at this time. Shut the fuck up. Um, and at this point, I'm like, and we're and they always do this in like cop procedurals where they like they get the person to talk. And then the public defender walks in and is like, and of course, it's part of propaganda to be like, oh, yeah, the public defender is trying to stop them from finding justice. Eh. Um, There's such a. You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck this person. Due, fuck due process. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is dark. And and Dean is like, who are you? I'm like, girl, I know, I know your brother's the one who went to law school, but who do you think? <laughs> Listen, with the amount, here's the thing. I'm so constantly, like, it, it's so hard to gauge Dean Winchester because sometimes I'm like, you know, it makes sense because he obviously did not do, like, a real formal education in the way you really should. So it would make sense for him not to quite know what a public defender is. But then I think about the fact that the amount of references to television he, he makes knows, and to like sitcoms exactly. and like procedurals that he makes, there's no way he doesn't know what a public defender is. Yeah. And there's no he, way he doesn't know you need to wait for your lawyer. Yeah. And he, he makes he makes all kinds of, well, that's because he only watches propaganda where they don't say things like shut the fuck up. Don't speak until your lawyer is here. He he's brain poisoned by American media, much like most of the populace. Anyway, um, so she walks in and she's like, she's kind of suspicious of like all of these crimes. She's like, there's something off here. I think before she comes in, he's like, okay, so and they're they're like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go to this jail, um, because we couldn't get you a trial date until this day, whatever. And he's like. It's it's this specific one, right? And they're like, yeah, like why why are you why do you care? Whatever. He's like, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. At this point, you're like, oh, clearly, clearly this was planned. Um, but it's also crazy because it's like you really trust the American justice system to put you in the very specific correct jail. I mean, I guess there are some places that are whatever. But again, we're talking a lot about pretrial detention right now, aren't we? Um. So the we, Bill of Rights, the Bill of Rights means nothing to them. Yeah. So then we cut to Sam and Dean talking to their public defender, and she's like, You guys, you've been you've been accused of a lot of things. And in multiple states, so now there are multiple extradition orders against you. And they're like, shit. Okay, so how much time do we have in the jail? And she's like, like max seven days. Um, which is not an accurate representation considering that people spend lifetimes in pretrial detention. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, and you're, like, at no chance of bail. And they're like, good. And she's like, what the fuck? Um, and they're like, but we're both going here, right? I think it's funny that they're like, oh, yeah, we get to go together, like little besties. Um, and I don't know if that's realistic or not, but <laughs> – and she's like – Okay, um, so we cut to them. Finally, they are going to jail. And Dean is, again, he is having way too much fun with this. You're like, girl, you are in jail. Um, There's something very sick and twisted about Dean being so excited to be somewhere where he's constantly surrounded by men. Don't, we can't go down this road. No, but I, I do actually think it's less of a gay thing. And it is more of a, um, I, I do think it is more of an autism thing. Um, yeah, his special interest is prison. <laughs> no, no, 
no, I, he likes structure. Oh, <laughs> that structure. makes a lot more sense. Structure, a social hierarchy he can understand from movies and TV shows. Um, yeah, no, you're, what you said waste makes way more sense than what I said. Because <laughs> Sam is like, because Sam is like, how do you know all this shit, whatever? And he's like, uh. <laughs> and he's like, um, and he's also, he, of course, the whole time he's making references to certain movies, whatever, because as we know, this man is a cinephile from the PA, from his time if, as a PA. If there's one thing about Dean Winchester, it's that he's going to make a stupid little reference. And he's going to reference a film that was come, that has come out before he was even born sometimes. Yeah, no, I mean, to be fair, that's something about the Supernatural writers. They cannot fucking resist a reference. Like, it, like gun to their head, gun to their head if you said, like, to anyone who's written on this show, gun to their head, if you said, like, don't make a reference or I'm going to shoot you, I feel like they would be like, oh my god, yeah make a reference but it, it has to be a reference from like before the year 1990 mm-hmm. yeah um i mean <laughs> unless it's the one time they watched the clone war <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. um anyways we can't get off track here so he's like he's in prison whatever he, they get in a fight in of course in the cafeteria and you know that the tiktok sound from zoolander that's like excuse me brah you're excused it's literally that it's like so stereotypical and basically, Sam, like, somebody bumps into Sam um, on purpose. And um, <laughs> and uh, Sam's like, hey, sorry. Oops, whatever. And Dean's like, I want to have a fight because that's what people do in movies. And you're like, girl, stop. Yeah, he, he literally just starts, like, starting shit with this man for no reason. Like, you're like, like Sam, Sam runs into this guy and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then Dean's like, the, the guy kind of, like, looks at Sam. And Dean's like, he said he was sorry. What? Yeah. You want to start shit with me? And the guy's like, okay, well, yes, I do. <laughs> and you're like, okay. He's like, the fuck is wrong with this man? Um, so they, of course, they immediately get, land themselves in solitary. Didn't know that we'd be having a commentary on solitary confinement. There's a little thing and about- Honestly, not very good commentary on solitary no. confinement. Because, like, the representation- When they say, like, okay, because- Dean, like, Dean and this guy, they fight, and then the guard comes over, or the warden, I think it's the warden, he comes over and is like, I'm putting you guys in solitary confinement. To them, solitary confinement is just two rooms that are next to each other. Like, they can talk to each other. I'm yeah. Like, That's not what solitary confinement is, guys. Yeah. The um, point is that it's solitary. It's not that, two rooms next to each other with windows where they can see and talk to each other. Yeah. The point is that it is a human rights violation. Um, Period. Yeah. Not the point in Supernatural. Hashtag close Rikers. Mm-hmm. Um, Period. Yeah, Dean Winchester, why don't you spend a little less time watching movies about prison escapes and a little more time trying to close Rikers? Anyway, um, <laughs> why hasn't Dean Winchester done something about Rikers yet? Not clickbait. So Dean is in solitary and he can like talk to the guy he was fighting with and he's like trying to make banter. It's not working, whatever. And then suddenly like a bit of banter, a bit of banter, and. Basically, he, like, he blows cold air. He's like, oh, shit, there's a ghost here. Fuck. Um, and basically, he witnesses the supernatural killer. It attacks the prisoner he was talking to. And I feel like this is a moment that Dean doesn't get to have a lot where, like, he is completely helpless. He cannot help this man. He cannot do anything. Um, yeah, he and- literally, like, we see Dean and it's like, he kind of looks around. Like, he can sense something's off. And then we see his breath. And he's like, oh, fuck, like, something's happening. And he's like, hey, man, stay still, stay calm, like, trying to talk this guy through it. And this guy's obviously like, girl, fuck you. And Dean is, like, just in his cell, like, well, 
shit. Yeah. And, and he has, like, he hears this man, like, choke out to death. And he's like, huh? the fuck and basically it's like somebody with like blood red eyes like appears in the little slit and like kills this man and you don't know why and he's like uh the fuck um we cut to i don't know if it's the next day i don't know if it's whatever also the whole thing of like oh damn he immediately went into into solitary whatever when we find out some certain things later and then it realizes that it was orchestrated um at some point, they do mention that they are on this mission to help one of their fr- their dad's friends that he was in Nam with. Um, his name is Deacon, and and Sam's like, this is really risky, like for somebody that like we don't know and whatever. And he's like, we got to do what we got to do. Like they were in the service together, whatever. And I'm like, okay, um, what does this mean? Like, what is he doing for him? Um, that kind of thing, and that he knows what ghosts are. Like, what's going on here? Um, and they don't really mention why. And so they're out – he's out of solitary confinement and they're, like, in the yard. And Dean is, like – he is playing poker against people. He is winning. He has a ton of cigarettes. We have mentioned whether or not Dean smokes before on this podcast, by the way. And ap- apparently someone let us know on Tumblr that he um, he was originally supposed to be a smoker, but they took it out. So there's a fun fact for you. Um, I'm glad they didn't because – I oh, feel boy. like Dean Winchester strikes me as the kind of person who watched like, a Dare ad, yeah, and like got really, really, or, like like got really, really scared of cigarettes. He was like, he's saying shit like, no man, like I don't smoke that. That fucks up your lungs. And then is like, but I'm gonna drink myself to death. Yeah, like, is gonna do something like he's like, I don't know, man. Cigarettes are really dangerous. And then we'll do something extremely fucking dangerous and be like, what? It's not a big deal. He's like, you know what? It's not as bad as cancer. <laughs> You're like, shit. Um, yeah. And it's like, wow. Okay, weirdo. I'm not advocating for smoking. I think smoking is bad. I'll put that on the record. <laughs> Ollie being canceled? Not clickbait. Um, what else is fucking new? Yeah. So he wins all these cigarettes and Sam is like, you don't smoke, whatever. And Dean's like, oh, this is the currency in here, obviously. And Sam's like, oh, what the fuck? Um, we then cut to Sam is cleaning with this guy. And Sam does his little, I'm going to just talk to you and get some information out of you, rigmarole. And we realize this is the guy who was in his cell and saw the guard being killed, or at least heard the guard being killed, um, and who nobody believed. Oh my God, um, Randall, Randall Nation. Randall Nation. Um, and it seems like he's been there for a while, whatever, and you're like, wow, an indictment of pretrial jailing, because how long has this man been there? Um but he does mention later he's been in and out a couple times so he might just have had several stays in this jail um so he um he basically is like yeah so there was this killer his name was mark moody um and he was killed in the old cell block um that they actually just reopened that's basically it that's basically the conversation and then sam is like hey, I heard you were the one who saw the killing, whatever. And he was like, yeah, but no one would believe me. Shit was crazy, whatever. And Sam's, Sam does the whole, like, I believe you kind of deal, whatever. And that's how he finds out this killer. So they're like, okay, so we need to, like, his body, we don't know where that is, whatever. But there's obviously something, his body is not is obviously not here, but there's obviously something keeping him in this prison. We have to find what it is. Um, and they're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. So they think, like, maybe it's traces of blood. 
Now that's crazy to me because there are plenty of instances in previous episodes where traces of blood would be left somewhere. I'm like, they've now established that traces of blood can keep a spirit there. It's not an object to be or fair, even a piece of hair. To be fair, that when they said that, it did kind of sound like they were spitballing. Like but they were kind of like... It ended up being right. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, actually, we don't really know if it was no, right. I don't it think wasn't it was. Right, no. But they they should know whether that's right or not. Anyway, it was it's <laughs> it's very stupid. And they're like, okay, so we have to get into that cell in the old cell block and like burn whatever has his blood on it. And so like, okay, we need a plan. Um and he's like, okay, but how are we gonna burn it? Like we don't have anything. And Dean's like, that's fine. I have the currency. Um, and that's when he, uh, trades cigarettes for lighter fluid. Um, and. Okay, Dean is kind of engaging in, like, he's in creating, he's creating an economy. Yeah, well. He's learning about capitalism. Not learning about capitalism. No, if Dean got out of here and quit, quit hunting and said, I'm going to get really into stocks, I think he could do it. No, I don't think he could. Um, I hate to say it. I think if Dean Winchester was born, like, 10 years later, he would have been really into crypto. Don't say that. Don't say that to me. No. No, don't do this. Anyways. Um, so he's like, okay, we have salt from the meals. Um, and, like, we're gonna trade for that. And then, um, I have lighter fluid. So he's like, okay. So then they're in the... They're in the cafeteria, I think. Not sure. He picks a fight with this guy named Tiny. And he says these, like, awful things to him about his weight and food and stuff. And you're like, Dean, this is really awful. Um, but he's clearly trying to pick a fight with him. And he starts a whole brawl. And he's getting he's getting his ass beat by this guy. And Sam slips away and, like, I don't know, Ezra Bridger style goes into the vents. No, literally. <laughs> I'm like, this man is seven feet tall. No, literally, he's like a he's like a modern day giant. He's climbing around <laughs> in these prison vents that surely, surely the prison must have said, we must reinforce the vents so people don't try to fucking climb through them. Like, what the f- why is that possible? Yeah, I guess it's because it's an old building. I don't know. Maybe it's um, because but- the writing isn't very Yeah, good. it's very it's the TikToks on the he's in the walls. He's <laughs> in the walls. <laughs> Yo, imagine, like, you're just, like, hanging out and Jared Padalecki comes out of your fucking vent. I think I'd kill myself. No, I would also have to do that as well. I would be, I would be just out of fear, out of a reaction. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we see Sam Winchester's gigantic body jump out of this giant vent. And he's like, okay, he's in the old cell block. And he's like, all right, I'm using the lighter fluid, whatever. And he, like, he burns the, this, like, bedding that had the blood on it in the cell. And he's like, all right, this should work. Also, the fact that I'm sorry, the fact that they still have that—it's very odd and weird. Guys, when there's blood on something, I'm pretty sure that's like a biohazard, and they throw it away. And listen, I think that there is a commentary to be had to a commentary to be had about how prisons often cut corners in ways that are far from humane. However, I don't know if like the one. (laughs) It just that one was just a little weird. I'm like, with the way that our country incarcerates people, you would think that they would need that space. Instead, they were like, oh, we have a whole abandoned wing. Like, this is the fucking castle from Beauty and the Beast. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. um, Sorry, you can tell how we feel about this episode. (laughs) And here's the thing. It's 
such an iconic episode, so I don't want to, like, be a hater. But it's much like this show, love-hate relationship. No, because um, I feel like some of the most iconic episodes of Supernatural are the worst ones. Yeah, because, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, meanwhile, we have Dean and uh, the guy he was trying to beat up, Tiny, and they, they were brought to the infirmary. And they're recovering from their wounds, whatever, and they're kind of separate. And Dean's like, hey, I'm really sorry for the stuff I said back there. I had to kind of incite a fight for reasons that I cannot tell you. Um, and he had said some stuff about his self-esteem. And this guy, Tiny's like, oh, actually, like, I do have some self-esteem issues. And they're like, they're having like a man-to-man chat. And Dean's like, sorry for being fat phobic. I'm not actually like that girl. <laughs> this is also the way that this is one of the healthiest, like one of a very healthy male conversation that Dean is having. Probably like one of the healthiest with someone who is not like his Sam friend and yeah. Bobby. Or Castiel. <laughs> like, yeah, no, literally. You're like, Castiel's not appeared yet. I mean, yet as of as of now in this as show. of now. We actually we we, we need to start our Castiel countdown because yeah, it's it's almost time. I think yeah. I so just want it to be like a spoiler for the listeners for when you guys when you guys don't know Cass is coming. We're just gonna jump scare you with Cass. <laughs> I mean, pe- the people who know they know. Um, it, the girls who get it get it. Yeah, and be like, ah, I could have dropped my croissant. Anyways, um. So they are, they're having their, like, very nice little conversation, and um, suddenly Dean, there's this, like, ghost of this weird fucked up looking nurse who shows up and then comes through the bars of his thing and starts attacking him, and he's like, <gasps> and he's, like, choking death, whatever, and he's like, oh my god, he reaches, for some reason he still has the, like, tray of his food, um, and he reaches for the salt on the tray, I was like, wow, I didn't know that you got your own salt shaker when you got your food in the infirmary in prison, but okay, in jail, sorry. Um, and he like he uses the salt and he like and she disperses. And then he's like having trouble breathing. And it's like it's he has like the symptoms of a heart attack. Um, and you're like, and oh, a thing I should have mentioned earlier was that when they said, like, how did all these guys die? The guy, um, Randall that they talked to, he was like, Oh, well, they all said it was heart attacks. And they had this whole conversation of like, you know, if you if you anger the wrong people. You ended up dead from a heart attack, whatever. And you're like, damn, okay. It's a corrupt, fucked up place. And he's like, we all know it's not actually heart attacks, whatever. And um, Dean is like, he's like, why am I having a heart attack? What the fuck? And then he hears that the ghost is now attacking Tiny on the other side. And he's like, oh my God. Once again, he cannot help him. And Tiny dies. And he's like, oh, shit. Tiny! No! <laughs> That's my glipshido. Um, when someone asks who my favorite supernatural character is, I'm like, obviously it's tiny. <laughs> they're like, now they're like, okay, that thing that didn't work. Now there's this woman. The fuck? So they're like, all right, we'll ask Randall again, and they start, they start to bribe him um, with cigarettes, whatever. And he's like, yeah. So this wasn't when I was here, but like I've been in and out a couple times. But basically, I only met her once. But there was this nurse. She really had it out for people. She worked in the infirmary, where whatever. Um, and her name was Nurse Glockner, and she used to kill prisoners in the infirmary. People used to say that if you went there, you wouldn't come back. Um, and she later killed herself during a riot. And everyone's like, girl, what? And they start to get worried because they're like, oh, shit, like, Deacon's coming to, like, pick us up. They clearly have a plan to get out of jail. Reminder, Deacon is their dad's friend who has sent them on this mission. And they're like, we don't 
we don't have any many more days. Like, we have to figure this out. So he cuts to Dean with his lawyer. And he's like, hey, queen, um, so can you find out all the information you can about this nurse? Her name is Nurse Glockner. Where was she buried? Anything about her? Blah, 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 blah. And his lawyer's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I am here to help you. And he's like, this is what's going to help me. I promise this is what's going to help me. And she's like, girl, what the fuck? And he's like, are you going to help me? And she's like, she doesn't say yes or she doesn't say no. Also, there are several scenes of Mara, right? Her name is Mara. Um, the, uh, the public defender talking to the FBI agent. Now, the, the prosecution and the defense speaking to each other and even the judge is pretty normal. Speaking to the agent on the case. And uh, also speaking to the agent and also like giving him your opinion as the public defender. Yeah. Really weird. I was like, she needs to be disbarred. Because she's like, she's starting to, she starts to have all these things of being like, there's something off about this, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's trying to investigate it herself. And she's Which, like. Which, as you do as a, as a public defender, like, that is not, part of your job. But not like, because one of, there's a scene where, like, she goes in to talk to him. And she's like, hey, I just wanted to talk about some of these, like, charges that you're bringing against. Like, some of these charges that you're talking about. Because, like, you know, there's this, this, uh charge but like we talked to the person there and she swears up and down that they saved her life and then Henriksen is like yeah but she's crazy because she won't tell us what they saved her from like and yeah and it's all very unprofessional and very unrealistic and you're like wait what the f- no she's just what like but she's on? just like she's just like yeah I mean I just don't think they're 100% guilty I think you're looking in the wrong places I'm like this is such a weird conversation for a lawyer to be having about like and not necessarily – she's not talking about necessarily privileged information, but it is, like – she does that later. Don't worry. Yeah. But, like, it's just so strange. It's it's very odd and weird. You're like, what? Um, like, what are you doing? This would never fly out even on Law & Order. Um, and also, also, there's another thing, too, where – um, Henriksen kind of tells her like well you know what why don't you like I'm trying to catch like actual killers here so why don't you go back to like amateur hour your little public defender moment I am gonna do this myself like you're like whatever and he varies like talks down to her is very dismissive and it really does evoke the trope of cool white woman gets talked down to by a mean black man yeah and it's, it's very much it's very bad trope. and I'm like okay you're trying to make a statement about sexism, but you're also like making it co- like the trope that you're employing is historically racist. So it's also, just an interesting little yeah, and 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 combine that with the fact that he is a cop. You're like Jesus. There's so much occurring here. This is so it's a supernatural. I don't expect anything better. But Jesus Christ on a cracker. No. At some point, also they do have a conversation. I don't know when Dean and Sam have this conversation. Um, and maybe it's later, but maybe they're kind of like, hey, like, we need to leave, whatever. And Dean's like, we can't leave. We haven't gotten the ghost yet. And Sam's like, okay, well, they are they are cons, whatever. And Dean has this little abolitionist moment where you're like, okay, slay. Where he's like, okay, I mean, they might be cons, but they are people. We can't just, like, leave this ghost in here to keep murdering people. Um, yeah, he does say – there's a line – Dean's like, yeah, they're killing innocent people. And Sam's like, innocent. And innocent, like, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they have committed crimes, but that doesn't mean they deserve to die. And I'm like, okay, Dean is so against capital punishment. I love that for him. I was like, all right, 
pop off. Um, I think, you know, ironically, because this show has no central philosophy, but, like, it does kind of go with the central philosophy of, like, and there are a lot of shows that deal with this and they deal with, like, Christian heaven and hell and shit like that of, like, freeing us from these systems or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. and he's he's very much about, like, freeing us from the idea of fate and freeing us from, like, I mean, he goes to he-, he goes to the ultimate prison himself. Spoiler alert: he does go to hell. Um, that was a time where prison was not fun for him. And sorry, I'm thinking about Dean in hell now. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, he it, it just kind of goes like with the ideas of some accidentally. Once again, this is supernatural. It is by accident of the show of like, oh well, we need to like break free of these systems and kind of not do that. And you're like, all right. No. A minute sleigh. Um, so basically they're like, oh, shit. Okay, well, we need to find out where she's buried and, like, we need this information. And I, Sam's even like, are you sure that – did she give it to you? And he's like, no. But we can only hope. And she Sam's being, like – She being the lawyer. The lawyer. And and Sam's like, um, what? Like, we're about to leave. Like, what are we going to do? Um, And basically then – uh. Dean is like, I'm going to stay in the prison until we get the information and we can finish the job. And Sam's like, girl, no, we cannot do that. And then they start beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> um, And the guards drag them away and they drag them into like a room. I don't know if it's like the kitchen or whatever. And the warden is there and some of the guards are there. And the warden is like, okay, you guys can go. I'll handle this. And you're like, oh, he's about to do something illegal. Um, and then he turns to them and he's like, we really got him, boys. And they're like, thanks, Deacon. Surprise. <laughs> Deacon was the warden the whole time. And you're like, oh. Which is which is also, so to say, first of all, the amount of times they're like, yeah, this prison's so fucked up. I'm like, and your dad's friend is the fucking warden. Guys, like, yeah. the call's coming from inside the fucking house. Also, I was like, at this point, I started getting angry. Because <laughs> I was like, I was having kind of a weird day. And I was like, I don't want to be watching this episode of Supernatural. But um, I was having a weird moment. But <laughs> I was like, why didn't Deacon just like let them in as visitors? I guess because he knew that it happened on a certain cell block and they wouldn't be able to. I know. Or even but- as like, as like agents he could have like snuck them in or like figured a way to do it out like it's just it's so funny to me that it was like he had to get the feds in on this too because it's like obviously the feds were gonna show up like it's like there's no i can't yeah and although there is a part where dean is like sam's like yeah the the feds came a little faster than i thought and he was like yeah oops sorry i'm like you guys are literally wanted in multiple states you idiot this plan is so fucking bad. I can't even deal you with it. You do remember that Dean is 26. I think he's 27 at this point. He's yeah, like 28 he's... at this point. No, he cannot be my age. It, this is not. No. <laughs> this is this is childish behavior. No, this is fatherless behavior. <laughs> well, everything Dean does is motherless behavior, but um Yeah. Anyways, also the top popular pages on the Supernatural Wiki right now are Castiel, Jack, Jack Klein, and God. So true, the three genders. <laughs> and none of the actual Winchester. Period. Period. Um, where's Carlos? Anyway. Oh, I say Carlos. that to myself a lot when I watch regular Supernatural, and I'm like, and what would Carlos be doing? <laughs> yeah, if Carlos was here, he would have fixed this. <laughs> Carlos would have been like, girl, why don't we just walk in as FBI agents? 
Carlos. Yeah, Carlos would have stopped this. He would have been like, girl, this is a stupid-ass plan. Watch them have an episode just like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> because Jensen Ackles is producing it, and he's like, I like that episode. It was fun. <laughs> um, so he, Deacon's like, all right, you guys fa- figure it out. And Dean's like, no, actually, we did not. And I'm not really sure what we're going to do. Um, and he's like, well, boys, well, actually, I had to give you something from your lawyer. And you're like, how fast did she get this information? Um, and they're like, oh, oh, my God. Like, she actually came through for us and she got us the information. He's like, hopefully I can see you in better, better streets than this or whatever. And then he, like, looks at Dean and he's like, and uh, Dean's like, so where do you want it? And he's like, oh, okay. And then he, uh, Dean, like, punches him in the face, like, clearly to make it look like they fought. And then he, uh, he like, again, opens the vents so that they can crawl out the vents. Yeah. And then they go, and they go outside and their car is just sitting there. Their very recognizable car is just sitting parked outside the jail. You're like, this is the worst escape plan I've ever heard. No, literally, the fact that. The I listen. I'm Dean willing has, to bet Deacon was like, I've been firing security guards over the last couple of weeks just so that I can prepare for this. <laughs> like, and like, and Dean, you've seen enough like movies about jail. You wouldn't think maybe this is a bad plan, anyways. No, I can't. If we talk about the writing of this episode, yeah. like the logic of it, I'm gonna start no. getting angry again. The, so the alarms go off, and they're like, "Oh shoot, we gotta go." And Dean's like, "We did it, Joe." <laughs> and Sam's like, "No, we did not do it, Joe. We gotta get out of here." <laughs> it's actually quite funny. Uh, no, Joe, we did not do it. <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> Me at Joe Biden every day. Um, <laughs> And um, they they run away and they're like, okay, it's at this it's at this oh, uh, cemetery. We gotta go burn her bones. I'm sorry, Sam Winchester absolutely voted for Elizabeth Warren. Anyway, we can keep going. I think he campaigned. You know that that man was like, he was going door to door and he was like having an earnest conversation with every single mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Um, it's dark. Um, <laughs> um, he put an "I'm with her" sticker on the back of the. No, shut the fuck up because he literally did is the thing. I fully believe that. He had it and he didn't take it off after the election. Like, he still has it on to this day, I think. Like, Eileen's like, girl. No, she's like, babe, I didn't vote. I voted for Bernie. <laughs> she's like, I actually refrained from the general election. That was good. <laughs> Not Eileen. Eileen in her in her... I can't vote for either. She's writing someone in. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Uh, um, if you don't know who Eileen is, we'll get there. Um, anyways, um, so they're like, okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. And then um, we cut to Henriksen, the FBI agent. He is questioning Deacon, the warden. And he's like, what do you mean they escaped? And he's like, yeah, they beat the shit out of me. And he's like, you let them get the jump on you? They're notoriously slippery. What the fuck? Um, Deacon is so funny, too. He's like, I'm sorry. I think I am. I'm sorry. And then the public defender is there. Um, And then we cut to, again, one of these fucked up little conversations with the, defend- with the public no, defender. If this you, pissed, if this you, pissed me off so fucking much. She needs to be fired from her job. No, she needs to be she disbarred. She needs to be disbarred, like, no, immediately. If you are a lawyer and you listen to this podcast, God, I hope there are none. Um, But if you are a lawyer or work in the criminal justice system in any way, 
and have seen this episode, please let me know. Because the things that occur in this episode, because Dean even says like, oh, like, what if, you know, do you think that our lawyer will say anything, whatever? And like, what about lawyer client privilege? And like, Sam, who went to law school, says well, this thing that doesn't make any sense. Where he's like, well, yeah, it's not complete, though, or some, something like that. And she might have to say something. They're like, oh, shit, we better we better go fast or something like that. It, I don't even it didn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, no, it didn't make sense to me either. And basically, the fucking FBI agent pressures their public defender into like telling them. He's like, so what did you say? And she's like, I can't say that. And he's like, yes, you can. And then she's like, I guess I can. And tells like, him like what Dean asked her to look for and like the information on the like, nurse. And he's like, and what cemetery is you buried in? now and, and so she, then she fucking tells them it's like girl you're like that is uh-huh. is that not privileged information it's very it's very odd and strange um so we're cutting back and forth between the fbi all these trucks they're on their I mean, way to the I guess cemetery there, is, there i will add there is something about clear and present danger so like that Maybe is a that's what that is about? i don't know i mean that is a, a a caveat but i also feel like the the things I don't know. It just felt very shaky. It felt like someone who had never heard of the law before was writing the episode. It was like, baby, I know the law. <laughs> like, I, it think, was very... I think normally I would be a little bit more like understanding or more lenient, but I was already so angry because I was mad at how stupid this episode was. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not letting you off easily, girl. Yeah. And people used to take gifts from this episode a lot. And I'm like, girlies, it's so... Mm. Anyways, so we're cutting back and forth between they're salting and burning the bones, they're digging up her body, and then we're cutting to um, uh, the the cars, they're coming to get them, whatever. And then we cut to Deacon. He is in the prison bathroom, and suddenly everything goes cold, and he is attacked by the ghost, and the ghost is about to beat his ass. And then back in the cemetery – um, the FBI have arrived, they're running, they're running, and then we see that the boys, they burn the body at the last second, and Deacon is saved, like, right before he has a heart attack and fucking dies. And then, we see, uh, Sam and Dean get back in the Impala, and Sam is like, man, you thought we were screwed before, we are so fucked. And Dean's like, (laughs) yeah, we gotta go deep this time. And Sam's like, yeah, we're going to have to go so deep. We're going to we – we'll have to go to, like, Yemen or something. Yeah, like, he's like, there's like, like, he looks at Dean's like, do you want to go to Yemen? I'm like, well, yeah, I'll go all the places. <laughs> but also, terrible news about the U.S. is uh, – the U.S.'s presence in the Middle East. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> been, like, looking at the news lately or yeah, anything. especially considering this is, like, 2000 – probably 2008. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It's about getting them. <laughs> what is – what is – no, because – the tail end of the Bush administration, they were so busy hunting down Sam and Dean that they forgot to be, like, good. <laughs> they were like, oh, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, seem, Dan, seem, seem, semen Dan. <laughs> Who's semen Dan? Oh, no, look out. Here comes semen Dan. <laughs> I can't believe that's the first time I've actually I fucked that up. I feel like I should have done that earlier. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, they're WMDs. They're weapons of mass destruction. I mean, canonically, yeah, they are. Um, um, they say that, and then we see, and I might be saying this out of order, but 
And then we see that um, the agent and all its people are like, bro, what do you mean? This is the this is the cemetery that she said, right? She clearly gave them the name of the wrong cemetery. And he's like, damn it. Those kids, they got out again. It's very Scooby-Doo-ish. Also, <laughs> no, because here's the other thing, too. The, the, their defender has not only now, like, broken client well, privilege. Yeah. Like, She's, she's like also complicit. lied. She's also lied to law enforcement. So I'm like, girl, pick a fucking struggle. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm like, also, it's very. I said this before. I was like, this is a very big example of Winchester privilege, and that he just like turned on the smiles and convinced her to like break the law. Uh, yeah. Like, what's going on here? Uh, if they were not highly attractive white men, this would not be going this way. I mean, they wouldn't have done something this stupid. Actually, they did this because they have Winchester privilege. Mm-hmm. They were like, that's the I'll only be- way that this episode worked out. That's the only way I can justify this episode in my head without getting unreasonably mad. Yeah. And it's not just like white man privilege. It's beyond that. It's whatever is added on to white man privilege that is Winchester privilege. Um, no, I said it. Chuck was working overtime for them in this episode. He was like, God damn it. You guys are so fucking stupid. Okay, we'll make it work. Yeah. Um, like- the fact that this is the episode before like the three episodes that make up the finale yeah jesus christ on a cracker no it's so dark i'm like girly no one no i don't mean to sound so negative i didn't realize how much i didn't like this episode yeah i forgot like, until rewatching it because i remember being like oh it's the prison episode whatever but now i'm like god that was so bad the writing was terrible the acting was the acting was the only good part but it's like everything about it was just not good <laughs> oh my god it's like seasons eight through 12 of supernatural and i'm being generous yeah that is pretty generous um damn we're being assholes today but that's you know, because we are, but you know what because we have something to not be assholes about oh. i remember i remember <laughs> i said at the beginning of this episode that i was gonna tell a little story let me tell let me weave you a picture of what i was doing um where were you on where was I? So Dean I'm Winchester's gonna... birthday, 2023. Yes. Yeah, so, so for those of you who don't know, Dean Winchester's birthday is January 24th. The cast of the Winchesters throws a little birthday party for Dean. You see on Instagram, like they're celebrating, um, and it's very cute. Whatever. That evening comes around. The Winchesters airs. I don't watch it as it's coming out. I don't have cable. Can't can't be bothered. Um. But I see people are like freaking out about it on on a on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, that's This is very whatever. similar to our November 5th stories. Mm-hmm. So like it's but it's funny because it's like, okay, whatever. What what do I see? There's there's layers to this. Cause I'm like, whoa, I see a like a clip from the the end of the last episode of the Winchesters. And it's John and Mary. They have just kissed for the first time. They are not for the first time, but like for the first time, like in a relationship. They are now in a relationship. They love each other. And they're doing whatever. And John looks over and he's like, hey, wait a minute. I know that guy. That's the guy who gave me the key. Like the key and like told me to come find you. And Mary looks and they pick up a picture and we see the back. And Mary goes, who the hell is this guy? It's fucking Dean Winchester. Dean Winchester is alive in the past. And I fucking predicted it. When we talked about the Winchesters, I had talked about saying, I believe I saw someone on Twitter saying it. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if this happened? But Dean Winchester has gone back in time to change the fate 
of his parents to change the course of his parents' if life. You, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? No, he literally does. But this resulted in me being like, okay, that's so crazy. Like, sitting up in bed for, like, hours scrolling, being like, can someone please tell me context? Please tell me context. I couldn't watch it until the next day. The next day comes, I watch it. I'm, like, screaming, crying, throwing up. And what's not even to mention, I thought that was going to be the big cameo, but the other one-two punch was the fact that the villain in that episode from the moment he fucking walked on the screen, I recognized him, was fucking Gabriel? Or Loki, whatever. But it was fucking it hilarious. It was Gabriel in the era where he was, spoiler alert, it was the angel Gabriel in the era where he was pretending to be Loki because he was having a midlife crisis. No, it's literally, like, so fucking sickening. It was, and so I watched it, did I watch it the night, I, the night of? Or, you watched I it the night after, I think. I, yeah, I watched the it the after, night the after. after. I'm live texting Ollie. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Because I, I had heard something had happened with Dean Manchester, but I did not know about Gabriel. I was like, oh! I literally, I was like, Ollie, please, you have to watch this. I think I'm going to fucking throw no. up. Like, okay. I was like, this is, uh, and here's, like, I didn't, because at the beginning of the show, we were like, how is this not going to be canon? Or like, what are they doing? We kept talking about like, oh, John's going to get his memory wiped, whatever. And, we were, and then I was like, we literally said, oh, Jensen Ackles is going to decanonize Supernatural. He's literally decanonizing Supernatural. He literally, I think he, you know, when Jared Leto or someone else says method acting, they're just using it to be an asshole. Jensen Ackles has played this character for so long that he is method acting because no, he was like, he's, it's not even method acting. He's like, this character is me. Yeah. He was like, so I think that uh, Dean Winchester, his whole thing is that he fights against fate. And that's just like me because I'm fighting against the way that they ended my fucking character yeah, <laughs> by the, decanonizing the, sh- the rest of the fucking show. No, he literally said, you know what, guys? Fuck you. I'm doing my own thing. It's Dean my- Winchester's birthday and he's back, baby. He's alive in the fucking past. Also, important to say, the picture that John and Mary have is a production <laughs> still um, from an, from a season of Supernatural. It's, it's a fun fact. Like, they, it has been faded. It is meant to look like, oh, this is a picture that Samuel is, Campbell is, took. Is and Jared edited out? So, so here's the thing. It is a production still. And people have found that same production still because they're like, this looks really familiar. It is a picture that initially is Jensen and Jared. Jared is just edited out of the image. He got Mike wazowski <laughs> He literally, I was like, I, do Jensen and Jared have mad fucking beef? I really hope so because that is fucking hilarious. That is so funny. I mean, top 10 moments in Supernatural history are like November 5th, Canon in the Spanish dub, Jensen and Jared fighting on Twitter at Tuberte, and then this... <laughs> And all of those happened in the last two years. No, it's so, it's so fucking insane. Like, it's, it's so so sickening. Okay, and here's, here's why it's crazy. Here's why it's crazy. We, we had to have a whole conversation about this from like an actual critical perspective. We, you may or may not know, we are also Star Wars fans. Um, and you may not know. (laughs) And, you know, Ollie is probably an even bigger Clone Wars enjoyer than I am. And here's the thing. So, like, we talked about on this podcast where we were like, oh, are they Star Wars prequelsing John Winchester? And then we realized, no, they're not prequelsing them. They're Clone Warsing them in that they're taking the parts that were shitty, all of the stupid Campbell and Men of Letters lore, all of the, like, all the things that didn't make sense and were shitty, and they're like, we're going to recontextualize this and make it mean something. And that's exactly what the Clone Wars did with the prequels. It's so sickening because I mean the other thing too about it is that it's like it's not even like oh it's 
because again with the clone wars it's not an entirely apt metaphor because the clone wars is like still exists within the canon this show we were constantly saying like how is this gonna exist in the canon and now we know like it doesn't no like, but it, it does it, because but it, but, alternate timelines do exist within the supernatural oh, canon that's what i'm yes correct i'm i'm not saying that it like it i agree with your point completely i just think that it's very interesting how despite the fact that this is technically not the canon of the original storyline like it, it is now diverged to a different timeline i guess or it's just erasing that one entirely whatever like it is doing that it is still somehow making the original more meaningful or at least just as meaningful like it's just it's so fucked up because i watched that episode of the winchesters and said and then i said oh boy i can't wait to watch supernatural that is so fucked up i cannot believe that that is where my mind is at i was like well and the whole whole time we've been having all these moments whatever and there's been a couple moments of like hey you shouldn't treat your kid like a soldier especially with mary um and there's a moment where john winchester says to Mary's father, who is now here, Samuel Campbell, uh, he's like, maybe I don't know exactly the quote, but he's like, maybe you should treat he her more an, like your kid instead of a soldier or something like that. He says, he says, maybe you should, because he's back to life and he's like, okay, I need to go do this. And Mary, or like, not back to life. Oh my god, he's back in the story. They found him, and then Samuel is like, I have to go do my own thing, and literally Mary just like, like John. No, Mary is like, no, don't. And he is like, I have to. Goodbye. And she's upset. And he's kind of like giving her orders. She's like, you go take care of this while I take care of this. And then Mary is like upset about it. And she storms out. And John's like, you know, you should treat her more like a daughter and less like a soldier. And to hear those words come out of John Winchester's mouth, I was like, something has fucking shifted. No, literally. It was like, this is, there's no, like, the conviction with which he said it, there is no mind erasure in the world that can take no. away that man's conviction. I'm like, something fucking happened. I was like, I know cycles of abuse are a thing, but like, like no, he literally, he literally, I mean, and all, all fucking Dean Winchester had to do was be like, well, in order to fix my daddy issues, I have to fix my dad's daddy issues um and it's working and it's, it's working yeah because working. now because he, like, he met he now he did this john i can stand this john well and also this john he learned hunting with mary instead of learning hunting like alone as a fucked up little man like where everyone's like even other hunters are like girl what the fuck is wrong with you abusing his kids the whole time whatever like this john He's learning with his slay little group. He's like sharing his feelings with fellow veteran, fellow gay veteran Carlos. Um, he's like, you know, he's like having conversations about like what bravery means with fucking with Lata. He's like all these kinds of stuff, whatever. And he's like fixing his his daddy issues. And his mom is like there in his life. And you're like, yeah. Huh? And he- He's, like, letting his mom into his life. And, like, not only is she there, like, he's letting her in and letting her help him and letting her, like, be there. Which kind of seems like based on some of the things that in the show his mother has alluded to may not have been how he was before. Yeah. probably would not be how, like, probably, he probably wouldn't be like that. They say he, like, he was fucked up before Vietnam. Yeah, I get, like, Mary literally fixed him. And it wasn't even on purpose. It was just, like, knowing her fixed him. And Carlos and Lata, of course. Yeah, I I think knowing knowing Carlos fixed him. Yeah, he said, maybe maybe my ideas of masculinity aren't what I thought they were. No, it's, and it's, it's literally, like, and it's crazy because now you're, like, also, 
I remember when the second to last episode of Supernatural aired and it really popped off. Like it really popped off. They were like, we're killing God. Like they, they really, and they had a lot to say about fate and whatever. And I was like, they should have just ended the show here. That popped off. And then the drop off from Destiel to that, to then the fucking ending, that was when it made it more devastating. And I remember this is the same feeling I had watching that second to last episode being like, okay, the things that we have to say about like, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? And like what fate means? Because in this in this second episode that aired this week, it was all about John Winchester and fate. Um, yeah, and, and John like, it was literally subverting <laughs> fate. It's like he does the exact same bullshit that Dean Winchester would do. It's so like Dean it's Winchester so has sickness. done. No, also you can tell so much how Jensen wrote this with Dean in mind and not with Sam in mind. Well, I will say like. The actor, though, had he he has all these very Sam mannerisms. Yeah, but I mean, like, the writing and, like, the story beats and, like, the overarching themes. I'm like, they do relate to Sam, but I'm like, this is so clearly written for the Dean girlies. But also, it's funny because Mary has a dead sister. (laughs) So true. (laughs) So It's a dead dead cousin. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's like a sister. I'm sorry. Um, that's how he feels about Sam. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's just that's how Jensen feels about Sam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here's the thing: that wasn't even the only part. That wasn't the only part. There's so much to unpack. The other piece is that makes me feel I'm honking my clown nose and I'm again putting on my clown shoes. <laughs> is that you know all the girlies we have one question? Because here's here's the problem. Much like how Destiel said. The impossible is possible. When they put Gabriel in the Winchesters, they opened up. They opened up fucking Pandora's no, box. No, literally. Because and here's the okay. Here's the thing with Gabriel showing up, and also the in that same episode, the realization that this is not like the quote unquote canon timeline. Like this is a different thing. My whole thing in the show was like they can't possibly have a lot of these like legacy characters that we really like legacy characters, a lot of these supernatural characters that we really like because it wouldn't make sense in Canon for this character to know John and Mary in the past. But now I'm like, this is not Canon. Like anyone it's free game. Anyone could be here. Bobby could be here. Young well, Bobby, Bobby could be here. Bobby could have already been there. Well, no. Cause we said before no. he didn't meet Bobby until after Mary dies. No, exactly. No, Bobby so- could be there. Freaking Crowley could be there. Like literally any bitch could be there. No, and th- this is this is the this is the crazy part. So of course, and then the showrunner in an interview is like, "Yeah, we have a couple more big characters, especially one in episode twelve, but then some more." And you know these are all people who like didn't get their due because we know Roadhouse people are going to be there because in the last episode of Supernatural they've revealed that in the last episode because of COVID, really only Bobby was there. You know, Castiel, Misha was not there. Um, you know, Ellen and Joe were supposed to be there. Like, a ton of people were supposed to be there. The show was supposed to end with them in the roadhouse in heaven as the real band Kansas plays Carry On Wayward Son. Okay? But that doesn't happen because COVID. Um, and all of these actors said, like, I would have loved to have been there, whatever, whatever. And you know Jensen is going to get their asses in here. He, you know he is. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I'm thinking Bobby, I'm thinking Ellen, I'm thinking whatever. But then, this, but then, the clown shoes are on. Because, at first, I am like fucking Charlie Day with the red string right now. Because, if you've seen me on TikTok, you know. They're like, there's going to be a really big character in episode 12, I believe. And then, if 
people have mentioned here here's i'm gonna lay it out people have mentioned dean winchester has traveled into the past and both of them have traveled into the past before and interacted with his own parents before this is a thing that has occurred before i do believe that jensen went what if now what if we made that into a whole show um which is very funny because he's the one who convinces his own father to buy the car and in the second episode uh, that aired, I think yesterday, um, you you see John Winchester being like, mm, nice car. And you're like, uh, but this is a separate timeline. So basically, the first time that he Wait, ever- also, no, because also I've just realized that Dean Winchester traveled back in time with the Impala. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. That was a different so episode, just- wasn't it? No, we just, I mean, we saw him back, we saw him in the first episode with the car, but now, cause like, there's a, the picture that Samuel Campbell allegedly took of Dean Winchester is Dean standing outside the Impala. Unless he went to just go buy a random Impala. That is fucking hilarious. He's like, I need to find my baby, but. But is it not, is it not out yet? I don't know what year we're in. The Impala, that, no, the Impala would not have been. (gasps) Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, anyways, okay, so I'm, so I'm late. so in this, in that first episode, I can't remember the fuck it's called, it is in season four, and it is two episodes after Castiel is introduced. The first time that Dean ever time travels and meets his parents in the past is because of the one and only Castiel. And not only that, he is having nightmares of hell, which he has just been dragged back from. Point of correction. The Impala would have been out. It was 1967 and this show takes place in the 70s. Sorry, go ahead. Thank you so much. I wasn't sure. I don't understand how cars work. So, <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, and also, we see in the like narration in like the first episode, we see Dean, he's like on a road trip and he's driving the car. So what does it all mean? Um, I've seen theories that me. Jack turned him into an angel. A lot of things, a lot of things. However, however, the first time we ever see him time travel is because of Castiel. He is having nightmares of hell and Castiel decides, I can't remember the plot of the episode to be honest, but Castiel decides the way I'm going to help this man get over his trauma from hell is by sending him into the past. And at first Dean doesn't think it's real. And then he's like, oh shit, it's real butterfly effect. Look, after he like flirted with his own mom. It's very gross. Bad. It's no, not good. No, because what's also so gross is Dean in that episode of Supernatural sees his mom in the past and is like, she's kind of a babe. And then in this episode, Mary is looking at, a, of the Winchesters, Mary is looking at a picture of Dean and she goes, oh, he's not bad looking. Girl, <laughs> you're both so fucked up. Why is he kicking our ass no, right now? Because <laughs> for Mary, I'm like, at least for Mary, she does not know that that's her son from the future. Dean yeah. knew that was his mom in the past. That was more fucked up. Dean... Girl, what the fuck? You know what? I need to. I need to go. <sighs> Sentence that's horrible. Also, I need to go on the supernatural wiki because mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna. I'm. I'm actually gonna fucking look it up. Of course, time travel is under the the article chronokinesis. Now, this is where I went down the rabbit hole. If you look at time travel, the article on on the first thing that comes up is a quote from that episode from Castiel saying, "Time is fluid, Dean. It's not easy, but we can bend it on occasion." Who is the person who inspires Dean to think about time travel and to change your fate? Hmm? Hmm? And then, and then saying... there's more. There's more. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm presenting my case. Now, of course, <laughs> Hong Kong clown knows because, it, you know, as we know. And here's the other piece. Of course, I went, maybe this is how Jensen decanonizes Supernatural. But honestly, I, I'll allow it. I'll allow it to be homophobic at this point. But I'm be putting in my clown nose because someone found a tweet. 
from 2021 of when this show was announced. And Misha Collins quote tweeted it and was like, wouldn't it be fun if we had a little time traveling angel in a trench coat in it? Before we knew anything about time travel. What's I was like, what's going? It's so sick. It's so sick and twisted. My, my, my worry is that they're, I'm going to say something. It's going to sound so fucked up. My worry is that they're going to be like, oh my gosh, like there's like this, this legacy character who's going to show up and it's going to be fucking Sam. I'm not a Sam hater. I just don't want Jared to win. Yeah. Okay, wait. So uh, this is important for when we discuss this. When Dean is sent back to 1973. Wait, when does this take place? This takes place in the 1970s. I'm not entirely sure what year. Shit. Dean Uh, is sent back to 1973. In 2008, Castiel transports Dean back into the year 1973. Telling Dean now to see when it takes place. Telling Dean only that he has to stop it. Now, why does he do this when he awakens him from a nightmare? Who the fuck knows? But also, why are you as a man? <laughs> that whole episode that whole episode also has, like, the first intimate conversation between Castiel and Dean, where he talks about, like, fate and his the Winchesters, parents. The Winchesters is set in 1972. <gasps> <laughs> I'm going to fucking throw up. <laughs> this is... Do you I'm see sick. how crazy? Like, we are usually so hateful <laughs> on this podcast. But here's the and thing. We've so- like, no, but we've been willing to admit that we have liked the Winchesters. This is like, ma- this really did like made me rethink so much. Like, it made me like excited. It ma- it gave me emotions. I'm like, I have not cared this much about Supernatural since like 2014. It's, just, it's really sickening. It's it's so bad. But I was at like peak mania. No, it's so, okay. So in this in this episode, oh, fuck, I forgot. Dean meets young versions of his parents, John and Mary, and infiltrates the Campbell family. Right. Yeah. He was in like 1973. The, yeah, hanging out with the fucking Campbells. And then at the beginning of this episode of the Winchesters, somebody says, Oh, the first domino has been knocked down. The first domino of what? To change supernatural. So uh what's ha- Dean is trying actively trying to create a world where they were never born. Like he was like back to the future. He saw back to the future and said that's actually a good idea, and I'm going to do what Marty did, except I'm going to do it first and better. Well, but here's also the other thing, is that in that episode, um, he infiltrates the Campbell family, learns that Demon Azazel is after Mary, that he ha- he has been that whole time. <gasps> Dean- Shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 Dean presumes he is there to alter his family's tragic future, but the past cannot be changed. After Azazel kills Mary's parents and John... Oh my god, I forgot. Oh, I completely forgot wait, that uh, wait, the whole Azazel thing. Oh fuck. After, oh, Azazel, shit. after Azazel kills Mary's parents and John, Mary grants the demon permission to enter her home in 10 years in exchange for John's resurrection. I literally forgot about that. Oh my god. How when many times John Winchester died? Jesus Christ. Wait, no. when Castiel returns Dean to 2008, he tells Dean that the past cannot be changed, but that Dean now knows all that the angels know about Azazel's plans. He then tells Dean that Sam is heading down a dangerous path, saying Dean has to stop it or the angels will. So this is so oh. this is him going, Castiel, I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, go. I'm gonna go kill kill Azazel. Wait, wait. And here's oh the thing. my god, wait. Do you, okay, no, because we're so crazy. No, because no, Azazel only showing up. Aza- no, because the way I'm like, I refuse to talk about the Akrita because I'm like, whatever the fuck, I don't care. But the idea of them being tied to Azazel somehow. No, no, wait, wait. Here's the thing. So 
Samuel Campbell at one point is talking about how he was trying to find something that would like kill all the monsters, take them all off the board somehow. And I, I know that like there's also this piece of Dean who's like, and what if we could because the conversation, the first intimate conversation that he ever has with Castiel is like where Castiel's like, well, if you guys were never born, like think about all the people who would have died that you guys saved. And he's like, would that be worth it? They have this whole conversation. So then for Dean to go back into the past and be like, I'm actually going to pre-kill all the monsters so that a we- my family can have a happy life. And including Azazel. And also one of the, one of the, the, the big like object in this is this like box that traps things. She's gonna trap Azazel in the box. Oh my fucking! What if no? Because the character in episode twelve. Because if Azazel shows up, if someone (laughs) turns around with those yellow ass eyes, I will like. I don't. I think I might actually like (laughs) die. Because that that was here's the the shocking thing. That would be like good writing, and that is like not something that I trust the supernatural team with. And I'm like, oh fuck, the Winchester is actually good. Oh my god, I like. No, I. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would excuse them not having Castiel for that. I that no, would that I would agree. be my Luke Skywalker showing up in the Mandalorian. Uh, like <laughs> that would be like Luke Skywalker showing up in the Mandalorian if the writing continued to be good after. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's more like Dean Winchester showing up as Luke Skywalker showing up in the Mandalorian, and then them mentioning Thrawn would be like somebody turning around with those fucking yellow eyes. I'd be like, no, <laughs> like I I would fucking for those who are still listening who may not know what's going. <laughs> When we've talked about the yellow-eyed demon, we have not gotten to the part in Supernatural yet where they say he has a name. He is a demon named Azazel, who has been after Mary Winchester this whole time. Yeah, he has mad beef with a bitch named Mary. Yeah, I don't know why he has mad beef with her, but, like, that's that's the key. Because also, Wait. no, because what's so, what's so fucked up, too, is I'm like, just, like, what would be so fucked up is that if this is a big point to, to Dean, that it's like, you know what, you can try to change your fate, but you can't really change it. Because, like, they're fucking John's still dying for some reason, and Azazel's still showing up despite Dean, like, trying to stop it, and still promising that he can come in ten years. And it's like, John may have this extra knowledge, but it leads them down the same path anyway. Oh, see, that would be really hateful, because then that means that Dean has the same ending, and Jensen doesn't want that. No, this that is, is true. Re- Jensen will do something. Jensen's- princess diana revenge dress that is- <laughs> i don't know if that's quite what the revenge dress was but i appreciate the i appreciate the reference we're bringing it back around no, yeah here's the, here's the other piece here's the other piece because i'm not done with my castiel thing there have been all these all these little hints to castiel another piece is that vampires play a very very important part in this second story the one that just aired this week about uh changing your fate and all this kind of stuff. But they were like also the villain in the episode where where Dean, Dean dies die. with yeah. the rusty nail. No, 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 no. Okay. Also, no. Okay. Also, okay. I have to say something really quick. Interjection. Um, Drake Roger, who plays John Winchester, tweeting about being like, "Wow, I really hope there's no oh, there's vampires in this episode of the Winchesters. Really hope there's no like rusty rusty wait, nail there." You tweeted what? Oh, wait, hold on. I need to find this tweet because it's really funny. I, I fear that it's just the entire cast of the Winchesters being like, damn, that shit was, was no, stupid. Drake Roger is, like, an actual Supernatural fan. Like, he also has, like, 3,000 followers on Twitter. <laughs> um, He says, he tweeted, after the last episode of the Winchesters, which was about vampires and John subverting his fate. And, like, the point of that episode was that it was, like, in the beginning, John got, like, a vision that he was going to die, be killed by vampires, and then, like, 
in the end like he kind of does but like out of context like in context he doesn't like he ends up being fine but he kind of like faked his death but not really but drake roger tweeted at the end of that episode at least there's no rusty pole sticking out of the wall am i right at jensen ackles period 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 jensen ackles has been talking about this for two years (laughs) he said too soon question mark and also the fact that he spelled he too soon but it's t-o so it's like the wrong two that's too soon powerful (laughs) no i'm obsessed with him so in the promo for next week's episode we have some of the members of the akrita they're like the villains in the winchesters looking at the picture of dean in the past being like (laughs) that the queen believes he's a hunter himself and needs to be eliminated so yeah also dean might get his ass got in the past that would be fucking hilarious dean dies in the past again he cannot escape his fate journey to the past also, also, so then people have talked about some of the parallels. One of the big parallels was at the, in the mid-season finale, when, when Mary and John kiss for the first time, they're like trapped in a room as the accretor are about to come in. And they're like, I guess this is it, girl. And everyone's like, this is exactly like the scene where Castiel confessed to John. It is the, to John. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Freudian scare. <laughs> I want to kill myself. <laughs> Yeah, where's all my jazz fan fiction at? <laughs> Don't, no, wait, okay, here's can you look on AO3? I, no, I can't. Um, also, no, because here's what's also so fucked up that I've just had the thought of. The idea of Cass showing up, but in a different vessel. Like, he shows up, like, in the past, and it's just him in the past, and he's in a different vessel, and he's in a woman vessel, and Dean from the future wait. meets him. It's like, oh my god, Cass, and then they have a budding romance, but it's only because Cass is in a female vessel. You know what? I take it. <laughs> sad part is that i would fucking take it this is no and i eat it up is the problem <laughs> eat it up like i really if jensen ackles made Ka- destiel cannon again even more homophobic i take it <laughs> that's the problem this guys is, the- is this coherent is this coherent to anyone no, here's the thing it is okay wait so we obviously have that parallel and then we have this this narrative we have this um somebody said that he Dean on the road in episode one of the Winchesters, he is in his purgatory outfit. Another Castiel reference. Then Lata in the bunker in this episode is like, oh, maybe we need a bunker cat. That is literally something that Castiel says, one of his adorable little lines when they have the bunker. You said that with such a, one of his adorable little lines. (laughs) You said that with such a hatred. And also there is a direct narrative parallel in this week's episode between and there have been several between John and Mary and Mary. Mary's the one who is very Dean coded here where she's like, mm-hmm. there's always another way. Um, And of course, Dean has always been like, there's always another way. And basically in this latest episode of the Winchesters, Dean's like, oh, well, we can avert this fate thing happening. Mom, just kill me and then restart my heart. John, not Dean. John oh, is sorry. like that. Okay. <laughs> so also, what's so fucked up. Girl, the fact that John is like, Mom, if you just electrocute me and my heart stops, then we can stop this vampire. And then you guys can just resuscitate me. And you're like, what You are the dumbest bitch alive. Yeah, I'm like, this plan is almost as stupid as as pretending to rob a museum and getting yourself arrested to stop a ghost. Like. No, it was so stupid. The fact that he lived through that, I'm shocked. Winchester privilege, truly. No, literally, it was. It was. Yeah, so people on, on Tumblr were like, the amulet says that John gets killed by a vampire. The supernatural writers say Dean gets killed by a vampire. They remember that you can change your fate. It's literally, the meta of this show is so 
It's, it's so, so much. It's so. And then, and then, just like as a cherry on the on the Sunday here. Oh, also the many scenes of we're gonna figure this out, whatever, with Mary and John compared to Dean and Castiel in Purgatory. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <gasps> You're so right. Oh my god. See, see. So are, again. You, tell- are you telling me that Carlos and Lata are like their Benny? The Bennyification of Carlos. <laughs> oh, also fun fact: Carlos does get to kiss a man. I was in, like this episode. The fact that we're like we're so floored by everything else that we have not even mentioned the fact oh. that Carlos is like canonically having a romance with another man. And listen, we've had canonically gay characters before. They just have had a really shit ass ending. But in this in this situation, like Carlos and Lata, they are main characters. And, and here's the thing. This is a prequel, so if any of them die, I expected them to die. It's different than, like, we're just killing yeah. bitches. For it's also sure. a matter of, like, if they are to die, how would it happen? Yeah, that like, too. Because they have it. very heinous deaths. In... Yeah, like, I don't want to talk about Charlie, because that still makes mm-hmm. my blood boil. Yeah, so in all of this, in, in the middle of all of this, they have Carlo. They were like, what if we had our canonically bisexual... Uh, male character carlos kiss another man right after john and mary kiss and you're like in the 70s it's equality yeah, i mean it's not so like gay true. people didn't exist in this why did yeah, i say that according to, according to claudia gay but people the, did not exist in the 70s in the supernatural universe the fact that there's more diversity in the 70s than there are in the early 2000s it's much to think about but yeah um no it's but it's like it, we're getting all of these really interesting stories and there's still so much that's like unresolved with lata and like her family and like there's yeah, all this what's up with that no, literally, I think about that all the fucking time. Like, when she took that phone call in one of the earlier episodes and was like, I wasn't talking to anyone. Girl, what? Like, What's happening? Oh, there's so much happening. No. And I'm still like, uh. the best moment, though, is Carlos. Carlos's literal sleigh. Where- oh, yeah. I completely, completely forgot. We're so all over the place. There is a there is a part in this episode where a bunch of vampires start coming at them. And Lata, like, Lata, like, soaks, she, Carlos flips over, Lata soaks his hair with holy water, and he starts, like, doing freaking flash dance, like, whipping his hair around and spraying the vampires with holy water. He's, like, he's, like, he's doing, like, it's, like, a, he's, like, he's, like, he's fighting, he's got a stake in his hand, he's flipping his hair, whatever, he's, like, killing all them. And every time, it's, like, every time he flips his head, one of them gets hit with, like, the holy water. It's. Quite possibly the biggest sleigh in the entire supernatural canon. And no, I mean literally, that literally. I was like, Dean Winchester fucking wishes he was Carlos. Some. I know. If, if Dean had seen that, I do fear that he might have realized he was gayer a little quicker. Yeah. Guys, um, Carlos is like the best character. <laughs> he is. And then somebody on Tumblr was like, the funniest thing would be if they never acknowledge Sam or if Sam shows up and he's That's- played by someone who's not. <laughs> Jared Padalecki. No, okay, that is what I've been saying, is, like, I think it would be fucking hilarious, and this is my dream for the Winchesters, is if, like, they just The keep fact that not- you just said, this is my dream for the Winchesters, that's how dark it's become. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my realistic dream for the Winchesters, is that they just literally never mention Sam. Like, he just never comes up. Like, they kind of skirt around him, and Dean's like, yeah, well, you know, there's someone else I'm fighting for, but anyway, it's not important. And, like, it- that's the extent of which they talk about Sam. <laughs> It's so... (sighs) I guess the point of this story, not only is the Winchesters, like, a pretty decent, like, a pretty good show, it's also, like, fucked me up 
about Supernatural in such a sickening way. No, like, because I've had genuine emotions about... Oh, also, I forgot. The actor who plays Sam, he did post in his um Instagram story. Someone was like, is John and Carlos the superior you mean, okay, ship? You said, and you said, said the actor who plays Sam just now. <laughs> <laughs> the actor who plays John, Drake Roger. <laughs> he posted it. Someone asked him in his Instagram story, um... Is John and Carlos the superior ship? And he said yes. No, even the cast of this show is better than the cast of Supernatural. <laughs> I was no, like, no, if you let Drake Roger produce the Winchesters, we girl, have Alicia Collins coming in and out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> no, when is a cast member from the Winchesters going to come in and out of the closet? I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> oh my god. So do we want to, would we like to, with that, would we like to wrap it up a little, say our final thoughts on where we're at with the Winchesters? All I'm saying is, do I expect Castiel to show up? No. Is there a lot of proof that he will? Yes. And this is the same way I felt about Destiel. Do I expect Destiel to happen? Absolutely not. Is there a lot of proof? Yes. And then I ended up being right. I didn't even think I was going to be right. So in this case, it might be that again, or I might be clowned on. And you know what? It was an honor to be clowned on by your fan fiction, sir. Like, it's, no, it's because it's a thing. It's like, I have not felt the feeling of even like the anticipation of knowing I might be clowned on for so long. Like, I've not had that emotion for so long. It's so exciting. I feel like, I feel like I'm like, I'm like 15 years old again. It's really, it's so dark. Like, it's so, and the way like we keep talking to each other about it, it's like, mm-hmm. I was like, I have to, I woke up the next day, like this week, and I was like, I have to watch the Winchesters. There's something deeply wrong with me. No, it's like, we, it's, we're like a feedback loop of just like <laughs> an, an absolutely unexplainable emotion. And if you haven't experienced this, if, for those of you who may be watching, watching, for those of you who may be listening to this who like may not understand these emotions, I, let, let me, let me compare them to some other fandom events that may be helpful. Um. Do you know the feeling that many people have described of when you watched Yuri on Ice week to week and then found out that it was actually gay at the end and what that feeling felt like? It's kind of like that. The entire Destiel thing was kind of like that. It, it was just the the anime version of that. Um, yeah. It was like that, except I would argue that because it, the baiting had been happening for, what, like 14, 15 years? Yeah. It was like that. Well, when, imagine that bottled up over the course of – not but that's, like 10 years. For Yuri on Ice, it was kind of similar because it has been baiting like that in every sports anime ever. That is true. So it's 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 decades at this point. It's decades. That's true. Um, well, yeah. I guess the thing is we both just feel so sickened and strange and excited. Like- it's weird to feel excited about something again. It's weird to have emotions again. No, literally. I was like, you know what? This is, I mean, I said this on TikTok, but on this podcast, we say every week, do not watch Supernatural. And the unfortunate addendum that we have to add to that is do not watch Supernatural, but do watch the Winchesters. Yeah, no, that's the sickening part is I'm like, yeah, I keep saying sickening. It's because I'm like, it's like sickening in like, in like the British way where it's like sickening means cool, but also sickening in the American way where it's like, I feel sick and I'm feeling both of those. Yeah. I feel like ill inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm going on Tumblr looking for, like, John and Mary versus Dean and Castiel comparison gift sets. Like, it's so dark in these streets. No, I feel, yeah. It's, like, it's really, like, I feel like if I was, like, 
if this had happened like 10 years ago, I would be like printing out a picture of, of Carlos and like John and Mary and Latha to like put on the front of my binder for school. This is like, it's sickening. We can't keep saying it's sickening. We can't. I know, but that's the only emotion that I, that's the only word that evokes what I'm actually feeling. Oh, I just saw a comparison gift sort of um, in, in this episode when Mary's like, no, John, please don't die on me. And then when, when <sighs> Dean is like shaking Castiel and being like, please, please, you have to live. Anyways, thanks for listening. For more Cursed Supernatural content batshit crazy winchester's tiktoks um you can follow us on social media at mystery spotcast on twitter instagram and tiktok and uh since twitter is dying we also now have an official tumblr at mystery spotcast as well where i am reblogging all of those gift sets um you can also ask us cursed supernatural questions or legitimate questions about the winchesters at this point um in our tiktok q a um our tumblr ask box or by emailing us at the mystery at gmail.com if you enjoyed listening to us suffer or have fun this time around jesus um please rate the show and leave us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify podchaser overcast whatever podcast app you use that it has rating and reviewing go do it it really helps people discover our show and if you could also um tell one friend like an mlm um if you want to hear more from us we're also two of the co-hosts of rupalp's pod race a queer star wars podcast see you two tuesdays from now for more slang people queer baiting things the supernatural business.